Welcome to Mind Gap, guys. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And we're here to tell you about our lovely sponsor, Elephant and Castle, located at 185 North Wabash in Chicago, Illinois. Some would argue it's the greatest corner in Chicago. The greatest corner that has ever been built in the history of America. That's very true. Some would say maybe the world. Maybe the world. We don't know. You need to come down, check it out, and then you can weigh in on that debate. You may say, like, well, why would I want to go down there? Well, let me tell you this, fictional person. They have wonderful happy hour specials Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. Includes lovely drink specials and also great specials on food, Mm. like appetizers. Anything that's $11 or less is half price. It's called a snack and share. So bring a friend. Snack, share, and have yourself some great adult beverages. On top of that, they have great daily specials like One and Done Mondays. Yes. You know what that is, Justin? I do. That is where they tap a craft keg of beer every Monday, and they pour it till it's gone. They tap it at 5 p.m., they pour it till it's gone, and it is three bucks a glass. One, two, three, and you're done. Whoa. That's That it. sounds like a stellar deal. <laughs> it is one of the best deals, I still argue, one of the best drink deals in Chicago. Because you can try... It's a, It rotates every Monday. It's a new keg of beer, um, and it's... it's, it's a good fucking deal. Go check it out. Go check it out, and then also come by on Tuesdays because it's ten up Tuesday. We're all tens are twenty five percent off. What's a ten? It's the thing that's on special on Tuesday. That's right. It's also a can of beer. So all cans of beer twenty five percent off on Tuesdays. Check it out. <laughs> I feel like I'm yeah. at a monster rally. Check it out. Check it out. Wednesdays is wine down Wednesdays, where you can get a bottle of wine for half price, and all glasses are a dollar off. So that's a really good deal for you. When guys like to suck down wine, go check it out. That's true. And I think I've, I remember, if I remember what Milos recommended, it was it's called Educated Guess. That's the name of the wine. So if, you, cool. if you're there on Wednesday, ask for a glass of Educated Guess. Interesting. Nice. On Thursdays, it's local only Thursdays, where all local bottles of brew are $5.50. So delightful, right? Num, num, num. Num, 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 num. Nice. We both did it at the same time. How adorable. And then if you like to brunch, uh, they've got brunch, great food on the weekends. And they also have $5 mimosas and $5 Bloody Marys. So go and enjoy that as well, you lovely, lovely people. 185 North Wabash, Elephant and Castle. Check them out. We love them. Tell them Mind Gap sent you. Tell them Mind Gap sent you. That's right. All right. So we got that done. Now we have a request for you. Please. Yes, you. And thank you. Please and thank you. We'd like you to go wherever you're listening to this right now whether it be Spotify, whether it be Google Podcasts, whether it be iTunes, wherever you're listening to this, please go and leave a review. Uh, leave that on there. Tell, rate it. Let everyone know how you feel about this podcast because it really does us a great favor, great service, and we could really appreciate that. And it would be awesome if you would only say great things, too. Ideally. Yeah. But you know what? We appreciate all feedback. That's as true. As long as it's good feedback. Also, what you can do is if you like what you're hearing, please share it around. Share it around on your social medias. Share it around on our social medias. You know, have conversations with us. We love it. People have been very active lately, uh, uh, chiming in on some stuff that we posted, which has been super fun. Yeah. Um, you can find us on Facebook. We're also on uh, Twitter and Instagram at MindGapPodcast. And you can always shoot us an email, MindGapPodcast at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. We love suggestions. Um, we've had a lot of fun with the fans. You guys have been great, and we really, really appreciate that. One of the things that we intended when we started this was we wanted this to be as if uh, you were sitting down uh, you know, in a living room, you were hanging out with two of your buddies, and uh, you were literally just having a conversation about some bullshit you would, you would talk about 
in the living room. You know, oh, I read this article or I saw the, oh, did you see this new trailer? It's, it's just a conversation. And a lot of people have said like they'll be listening to it and they'll start like screaming at their phones or talking back or wanting to jump in. We encourage that. That's the, we want the show to have that effect. So the fact that that's having that effect, we're doing our job. So if you feel that way, reach out on social media and that way you can have that conversation with us. Let me tell you, we love having those conversations. Love them. It's absolutely lovely. That being said, let's talk about episode 181 of Mind Gap Podcast. Justin and I talk about customer service and yes. really customer service for idiots. You yes. know, why do we have to always appeal to the lowest common denominator? Why can't we just go, hey, you're smart, go to the front of the line? Because and everyone thinks that her. they're smart. That's why. Everyone thinks That's that they're the smartest everyone's person. Everyone's like, I got this. No, you don't. No, you don't. And then we talk about, you know, what does good customer service look like? And more importantly, how far should you go with customer service? And we talk most more specifically about the poop terrorists. <gasps> Do I have your attention? Because we're going to talk about an article that Justin found about a guy who did some stuff with some poop on an airplane. <laughs> Still interested? Because we're going to talk a lot about it. <laughs> and I loved it. And I want to so, actually, I want to say it was Hag Nahigian who found the article for us. Hey, thank you for the suggestion. We had a lot of fun with this We one. did. So <laughs> sit back, relax, get out that toilet paper, and enjoy episode 181 of Mind Gap Podcast. Mind Gap Podcast. We're going to send me a voicemail again. We're going to dance the dance of the fucks. 13. <laughs> the dance, the dance. Of the fucks. It sounds so dangerous. Oh, yeah. No, it's not good for anybody it's, involved. It's not. A, it's not. Yep, that's uh, that's that. <clears throat> that's that with the baseball. Mm. Dude, you're just full of all the prestigious sayings from George Washington tonight. I just read his autobiography. <laughs> Wait, George Washington could write? Yeah, little. <laughs> it was mostly pictures. It was stick <laughs> drawings, <laughs> stick figures. Yeah, but uh, I mean, if you if you use your imagination, you can really get in there and figure out what kind of man he was. <laughs> I I read an article on Crack that kind of talked about historical figures that get way more praise than they deserve, and he was definitely one of those. Oh, was he really? They said he, a lot of what he did was just pure luck. He's got away <laughs> with a lot of stuff. For whatever reason, people liked him, and he was kind of like they, they almost likened him to like that star quarterback that the company has. They're like, "Hey, you were really good. Why don't you join our flag football team? I bet you'd be really good in the corporate circles, you know, corporate intramurals." And he was like, "Okay," and he just <laughs> went about it. I can do this, I guess. Yeah, he's like, "I'll do, I'll do that." Yeah, not very tactical, you know, but for whatever reason, he was just revered as this amazing person. They're like, nah, we'll just prop him up as this guy that everyone's like, yeah, Washington, woo! <laughs> right. Nah. No, we need we need someone for people to rally behind. This is going to be our guy. Trust me. And for the record, like, I have no historical context for this, so I can't vouch for that. But it was like, very funny as I was listening to it. I was like, mm, or reading it. I was like, oh, okay. Because so much of that nuance is lost over time. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, you again, know, I was it's... listening to... A podcast recently where uh, this guy named uh, 
Mike Baker. He's a former CIA operative, and he, he was. They were talking about how um, one of the guys that was on the mission that killed Bin Laden was writing a book called the the the, the man who killed Bin Laden. And a lot of the other soldiers were really pissed off about that because they're like, dude, in our line of work, you don't get to do that. You right. have to get to do stuff like that and then profit off of it. And it was on Joe Rogan's podcast. He's like, why do you think this came about? And uh, Mike Baker was like, well, recently there's this trend where a lot of senior officials have started writing memoirs and things like that and profiting of it while they're still in their job. So he's like that kind of trickles down from the top. So people feel like they can profit off of it in the in the in the immediate thing. So people of lesser rank are like, well, I can do that too if my boss is doing it. Then sure. I'm going to do it. Yeah. So you know, the, so people are essentially shaping their history with their own words and trying to like dictate almost to a certain degree like how they think it happened without anyone else doing it. That, that's I feel like that's a trend in because uh, I feel like that's dangerous because that's <clears throat> there's one thing about telling your side of the story, but I feel like we are so, with this whole, you know, uh, fake news and, and, and everything with, uh, you know, Facebook and you can't trust what you see and everyone getting their own, you can curate the kind of news that you want to see. You can curate your own facts, basically. I feel like that's a very dangerous place to for us to be going with with novels and literature. Like, when anytime anyone documents something, if, if it's going to be skewed to make them look like the hero or whatever, and Look, I understand, you know, history is written by the winners, as they say, right? So, like, everything is skewed based off of who who prevailed in whatever, you know, historical setting we're talking about. But <clears throat> the more the more and more that becomes the norm, the, the, the worse off I think we are as a society. Yeah, I mean, that's why I've always joked that I would love to talk to, like, guys like Achilles. I go back in the day yeah. and be like, dude, there's this amazing story about you. How much of it is bullshit? Right. Tell me more. <laughs> right. Like how much of this is just poetry or how much of this is propaganda? You know, how much of this stuff exists because of just that's what's transcended because I think a lot of that stuff is so important to understand the, the full the full context of everything because um, it's more than just the actions that matter there's there's a lot that goes behind it yeah absolutely and you know it, it's when you just read that this person did this it's like okay well you can kind of liken it to <clears throat> you know some of the great artists of the world it's like oh man you know michael jackson what a really great musician it's like yeah but there's some things um <laughs> that kind of like hang out there but i'm willing to bet over time people will still be like Thrill is a pretty good song, <laughs> right? That's what's gonna that's that song's gonna come out. People are gonna be like, yeah, and everything else is gonna fall by the wayside over right. time. That's gonna be like less and less. Like it will slowly whittle away to nothing, right? You know those things. And it's hard to say nowadays because with the information that we have available and the information that's documented, it's probably in a better place than it was. You know, a hundred. 200 years ago Absolutely. where you were lucky to lucky to get a copy of a book, you know, right. and you have no idea if it was written by a, a good person, you know? <laughs> exactly. So. Yeah. And then if you <laughs> get the copy, lucky to get mail once a month, right? You know? exactly. <laughs> <laughs> as much of a shit show as the movie, the Patriot is one of my favorite moments in that movie is like at the beginning where the guy, <laughs> the mail writer comes. Mm -hmm. Cause that takes place in, you know, 1700s when they're going through the revolutionary war and, and everyone's like, all the kids are like, the mail's here. 
and like they're so excited to open it they're like wait for father right. and they're just sitting there like staring at it like can we please read the mail right because because it comes like once a month if they're lucky yeah and this is the only this is the only contact with like foreign or, or far away lands or far away people that even if it's just you know 50 to 100 miles down the road what are the yeah. odds you see those people ever you know it's just like oh this person right wrote wrote again we get to read what's happening from afar yeah, it's, they're like, oh, here's all the people that joined the army. And it's, they have no idea what's going on. I was just thinking about that the other day when it was snowing, and I was trying to drive to get Natalie, and it was just awful. And I'm like, man, I was complaining. I was like, God, who, where the fuck are the plow trucks? Where the fuck are wh- – why are these roads in such shitty condition? I was like, man, imagine this like 100 years ago. Right. They'd be like, don't go outside because uh, – <laughs> You ain't getting anywhere. You'll, you'll die. You'll die if you go outside. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was like, yeah. yeah. You know, I should probably just chill out. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> I'll get there. Everyone, everything will be fine. Yeah, because it's so funny because uh, you know it's fucking polar vortex right now. And I went to the store last night, and you would have thought it was the end of the world. Beth said the same thing. She went to Trader Joe's, and she's like, the li- all ten registers are open. The line went to the back of the store, and people were grabbing shit off the shelves like like they weren't going to be able to eat for two weeks. Yeah, it was crazy. It was funny to me what things were missing, like Kraft macaroni and cheese, just absolutely raided, like just <laughs> eggs completely <laughs> annihilated, like just things like that. People, right. I was like, guys, it's going to be for a day. We're going to be all right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, even if it's for two or even if it's for the rest <clears throat> of the week, like relax. It's that's a couple days. That's the busiest I've ever seen the jewel over by me. Wow. Like I had to park <clears throat> at the, the extended parking. Oh, seriously? That they have, that, that usually the employees park at. Right. I'm like, what the fuck? And it really what it was is people were just, I saw people just getting a couple things here and there. It was like, just people, I'm like, what? Why is everyone here right now? Like, I'm getting stuff because, like, I actually need things. Like, I'm out of eggs. And, right. Like, there's some stuff that I didn't realize that we didn't have. And I'm like, I might as well get it now while I have a chance. And there's, there's people everywhere. Right. Madness. I right. was like, what? And there's this area of, like, urgency everywhere. Everyone's like, <sighs> Oh like, yeah, yeah. Let's fucking let's get this done, okay? And what I hate more than anything too, I got all my stuff, and there's someone behind me that has like four things, and I can tell like they're mad that they have to wait. I didn't have a lot, but right, I, just, right. I, I can't look back. And then like I looked over at the self checkout that was wide open, and I look back at them, and I look back at the self checkout, <laughs> and I look back at them. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. Go right. to the self-checkout. Right. You have four things. I'm only here because I have a shitload, and I don't like doing that at self-checkout because it's annoying because the machine thinks you're stealing. Right. Well, like, and- oh, are you going to put it in the bag? Are you going to bag this right now? And I'm like, right. I don't know. Fuck off. Also, I feel like the self-checkout, and this is just my own personal thing, but I feel like the self-checkout should be limited to, and I know some are, but it should be limited to like five items or less. Like, you don't I, go to I the self as like if you, Yeah. It's, it's an I, express I, lane. I agree. It, it's something that, um, I've seen people go in full carts of stuff. I'm like, okay, that seems like it'll be really annoying, right? Yeah, uh, to do that. Yeah, if I have like eight to ten things and it's really easy, I'll do that. Yeah. no big deal. But I mean, if, in general, I'm like, I love self checkout. I love. I know Bill Burr had a bit about that for a while, where he was like, why you? Why am I paying you to make me do your job for you? Fuck right. you. Right. Like he was. We heard that people were stealing and stuff by going through self checkout. He's like, good for you. <laughs> Good for you. Fuck your system. It's stupid. <laughs> it's a stupid system. I'm paying you, and I still have to bag my own groceries. Go fuck yourself. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. Whereas right. for me, I like self service. Yeah. Because 
I take care of it at my own pace. I don't have to rely on anybody else. I got it. I'll do it. I'm done. Absolutely, you can control it. You're, you're, you can, you, yeah, exactly. You, you don't have to. You don't have to worry about. Oh, wait, I gotta, gotta. Do you want a paper plat? You can make the decision. You know. Oh, I gotta undo this. I gotta get a pre- like. It's all just. You're done. It's, it's right there. Yeah, it's, it's like some people were saying that at hotels where you can go to like a kiosk and press a button and it just Abby agrees. spits out a key. Abby agrees with me as always. Absolutely, yeah. Um, it spits out a key for you, and they're like, oh, well, well, I, but I want to talk to somebody. And I'm like, right. look, here's what I'll say about that. If everything goes according to plan, it's an amazing service. Absolutely, right? yeah. You don't need anything, dude. Get me a telephone. Put me on the phone with a robot and let it tell me what to do. I'm thrilled with that. The thing it sucks is if it's complicated and it doesn't work and you need to talk to a person. Yes. That's when that stuff sucks. Yeah, you're like, just get me a human being. But there's definitely I'm okay t- with that. Yeah, there's definitely times where I, I I prefer to deal with a human being and I don't like the automated systems and like there's there's definitely <clears throat> there's definitely What's circumstances. What's the situation where that's the case? What's that? What's the situ- what, give me an example of a situation where that's the case. That's a really good question. I knew you were gonna ask that and I don't I don't off the top of my head have one. I feel like if I'm if here's the thing, if I've got a question about like an account or something. I don't want to go through an automated system because for me, I know I am, I'm smart enough to where I've done the research. And if I'm calling, it's because I've hit a wall and I need to talk to someone. So when I call something and I go through this automated system and they're like, well, if you, if it's a, a, a question about your account, press one. And I press one. They're like, if you need to know the billing address, like, and I'm like, I don't need to, I just need to talk to a, give me a person so I can ask this intricate, complex question that actually yeah. needs rational thought and not just you looking up something from a database, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, I, a, I appreciate some of that stuff where, you know, um, it like the system will kind of troubleshoot itself for you. Like when I've called, um, you know, for internet and stuff in the past, like in, in the phone system will automatically like refresh your router for you. I'm like, well done. Well done. That, because a lot of times okay, they, right. in the past, they'd be like, have you refreshed <clears> your router? Here's how you do it. The system's like, I'm going to do it for you. Boop, boop. It's like, cool. Still having a problem. I'm going to connect you with somebody now. I'm yeah, like, that's, well yeah. done. Well, the thing, well done, AI. The thing I is, like though, that. like again, take that for me because I've already done that. Take that step out of it. Yeah, I've already refreshed my router. I've already flushed it. I'm calling because I did that. I know you asked me to do that, and it did not work. Well, the problem, Justin, is that those systems aren't built for you. They're built for Dan, the dumbass, right? Who doesn't know shit about? They have to play <clears throat> the lowest common denominator. Absolutely. So, and look, we both. You're the one that has to pay the price for that. We've both so. we've both worked uh, in enough call centers to to know the people that these are built for, and yeah, when I say that I don't need it, I'm saying specifically I don't need it. But there are yes. plenty of people who, yes, I I will I and will that's what very sucks readily because you're like, admit. oh, that's right. There's people out there that don't even know how to turn on a computer. Absolutely, you yeah. know, or don't understand this or that, or maybe call in and are just so goddamn angry. You know, at the smallest thing, right? And they just take it out on everybody, right? You know, like, like they, okay. you know, maybe a company changed their name and they don't, you know, yeah. oh, whatever you guys are called I don't this know week. What you're called anymore, right? Exactly. Wow, I'm sorry, sorry. Um, you hate that our name changed. It must be a really big drag yeah. in your life. <laughs> I'm so it must sorry. We so much that you have to throw that in, and also at the end of it, be like, I don't understand your phone system, by the way, either, and then hangs up. <laughs> shitty human being. Uh, yeah, there are plenty of those people out there. And I get for those people it does make sense that you've got to have a very uh user-friendly idiot-proof system. Um but yeah, I, for for uh, you know what you know what it should be? I wish those people were a little more self-aware because there should be two systems. It should say 
Press one if you're a dum dum. Press two if you know what's up. And then you can just it, if you press two, it puts you right into you know talking with someone. They're like, hey, what's going on? What can I help you with? And oh, it'd be it, funny. It's like answer the following question. You're calling it about your internet. It's like, which of the following is the definition of a router? <laughs> what? Press one for boop. Press two for boop. Right. What is if the definition? You don't defi- know. It's like great. Thank you for your answer. We will now put you through some standard operating steps automatically. Right. Otherwise, it's like beep. Hi. Hi, Justin. Thank you for calling. Thank you. You've passed the test. Yeah, I passed the test. Yes. Yeah. Or it's the automated go. system that goes, what is a web browser? Yes. And then it's one, I don't use a web browser. Two, <laughs> <laughs> which is a legitimate phone call I have had. Oh, you mean I press the on button and my internet happens. Right, exactly. It was. I. I don't know. Have I? I don't know if I've talked about that on the on the podcast yet. Have I talked about that? That call. You may have a while ago, but it, you know, refresh was, our memory. I'm just gonna. Yeah, for anyone who hasn't heard that story, just because it drives me every time I think about it, it drives me up a wall. Is I, I had someone call and I was like, "Well, what browser are you using?" And they're like, "Well, I don't use a browser." And I go, "Let me ask you this: Is Facebook open right now?" And they're like, "Well, yeah." And I go, "Great, you're using a browser." So I said, "Is it? Is it a? Is it a beach ball that's like red, yellow, and green?" <laughs> Or is it a fox that's hugging the earth? Or is it a is it a E with a halo around it? You know, I said, and they're like, um, I think it's the fox one. And I go, yeah. great. I think it's the fox one. Great. And so we went through. Ended up not being the fox one. It was Chrome. Oh. Yeah. It was, oh yeah. no. And I'm like, you are absolutely wasting my time. Because here's the thing, I don't mind helping those people as long as they're helpful back. Right. If someone goes, look, I don't know anything about this. I'm sorry. I'm not very good at this. I, I just really need some help. And if, if you ask me some questions, I apologize if I'm going to give you some stupid answers. I'm just not good at this. I will, Completely yes. lays the foundation of like, 100%. I just need help. And I'm going to be cool to you. Please be cool back to me. 100%. Versus someone that's like impatient. They're taking out their frustration on the situation on you, right. even though right. you're just there to help them. And all that sort of stuff can be incredibly frustrating, right. incredibly frustrating. Cause for me in my customer service experience, I'm like, look, you and I want the exact same thing. Right. I want you to not have to call here. And I mean that in the best way possible. I don't want you to have to call. Right. And you don't want to have to call because you want your shit to work. Right. So what can we do so you can get off the phone, go back to what you're doing, and I can open up the line for someone else. Right, absolutely. How can we, I'm not I'm not here to get in your way. And that's part of the psychology behind that is basically saying, look, I'm here for you. I get it. Let's both finish this up so we can go our separate ways. Yeah. More because than, we both want the same thing. More than once I've told people flat out on the phone, I've like, look, my number one priority right now is to is to like whatever we'll say, you know, uh, they want to make an omelet. Well, I, you know what? I'm not going to get into the technical side, but what I want to make it. My number one priority right now is to help you make an omelet. Like I want mm-hmm. nothing more right now. My only focus is to get you that omelet. So let's figure this mm-hmm. out together. And once you yeah. say that, they're like, oh, okay, cool. I, I get it now. But it, like, for for some reason, they, they when they call in, they're thinking they immediately go to this person is going to fuck with me. This person is not going to give me what I want and they're going to be not helpful and mer. And it's like, how you know, that's called just Justin. That's called negative expectations. Ooh, look at you pulling that out person. That. that person is a detractor ah, at that point in time. Yes, yes. And they're coming in because they think, yeah, they, they've had some sort of poor experience 
and they assume that you're there to trick them. They assume that you're there to get in their way and that you're there to be unhelpful. And what you have to do is take that and change it from negative expectations to positive expectations to make them a promoter instead of a detractor. Right. Make them a P, not a D. Make them a P, not a D. Right. That's how it goes. Mm-hmm. And that's tough when you, because I mean, uh, you know, when I've listened to some calls and some people are like, you know, or whatever you're calling yourselves these days, or by the way, I hate your your phone tree. Right. It's that's someone who. Those are the kinds of people that I just love to sit down and be like, look. Or again, like, look, you don't have to be this way. Right. Like you're cu- you're coming at me hot. It's like, look, I get it. You're frustrated. I understand. Something's going wrong. Right. You just want to do something. I lose my mind when my technology doesn't work. I get really upset. Because I'm like, God damn it, why isn't this working? Uh-huh. But I realize if I'm calling someone for help, I'm go- always going to be nice to them. Mm-hmm. If they're a dick to me back, we're going to have fucking problems. Right, exactly. Because I'm like, listen here, motherfucker. Like, I, I right. need your help. So don't come at me like I'm trying to be a dick <clears throat> here. I-, I know customer service, okay? Right. I've done it. I teach it. I want to help you to help me, okay? And I think that's the that's the number one key is that what a lot of people don't realize is that because I've talked to a lot of people or if I've if I've posted something to social media about an interaction I've had with a particularly difficult customer, I've had people go, yeah, well, a lot of the times the the sales rep isn't so, uh, you know, high and mighty either. You know, they're all uh, you know, this and this. And they're trying to they're, like they're trying to argue with me on, on social media. I'm like, look, I said, yes, there are terrible customer service reps on there, too. I sure. absolutely admit that. But <clears throat> I'll, I'll always go if you're being 100 percent honest. Did you start that phone call with, hey, how's your day going? Or did you start that phone yeah. call with, this shit's broken? Like, which yeah. which side of the scale did you lean more towards? Because I know those are two sure. vastly different things. But, you know, you might not have said either one of those, but which way did the needle point? Because odds are you're not, no one has ever called customer service to go, hey, I just wanted to say real quick, I love your product. This this is awesome. Yeah. Uh, I hope you guys are having a great day. I don't need anything. I just wanted to give you some affirmation. No when, one does that. I, no one. I, I tell that to, when I teach customers, I go, guys, no one's going to call in and tell you a great job. Right. Right. They call no. them because they have a problem. So if you're calling someone in customer service, the first thing you have to do is, and this is what I, and here's the thing. And Beth always tells me you call because she goes, you, you have a way with these people. And I was like, first off, what do you mean these people? Uh, yeah. oh, and then second, because no. I'm one of them people. Uh, and then second, I'm like, well, no, it's not that hard. I said, I approach this every time someone picks up. I'm, the first thing out of my mouth is, hey, and I, they'll, I'll repeat their name. So if they're like, you know, yeah. customer service, this is Josh. I'm like, hey, Josh, uh, my name is Justin. How, how you doing today? You know, and that's fir- exactly what I do. I say their name and I'll write it down on a piece of paper. So at the end yes. of the call, I can say, Josh, you've been a, a big help. I really appreciate everything you did. Uh, you know, I hope you have a good rest of your day. <clears throat> and. That yes. goes so if you approach it that way, you are setting up you are setting them up to understand you're there to work with them and you want them to work with you yes. and it will be a symbiotic relationship. It'll be a reciprocal relationship. Yeah, and that's the situation that's how I am too, because like the other night, um I ordered Papa John's and uh or Jill ordered and they had they didn't bring us uh, a two liter of soda. And the delivery driver said, Hey, you know what, we're out. So I was like, Well, you know, that's Okay, fine, but I need to get this refunded. Mm-hmm. So, not refunded, refunded. Right, no, so, as, as the um, British say. As the British say, refunded. Um, and so I called the store, 
which I was like, wow, look at me, just calling right away, getting on the phone and calling. Suburbs somebody. have changed you, Cochran. Wow, how about that? I'm, I'm growing up. <laughs> I'm becoming a better person. And I hopped on the phone, and, and the, the person I got initially wasn't – I feel bad because I critique customer service pretty heavily oh, now. Yeah. They're like, thank you for calling Papa John's. I'm like, this person's having a horrible night. I start talking, phone disconnects. I'm like, okay. Let's try this again. I got him saying again, like, hey, my name's Doug. I think we got disconnected. Uh, you know, we had ordered some soda, but it didn't come. So I just, I just want to see what we can do, um, you know, either get that refunded or, or whatever. And they go, okay, please hold. I'm like, cool. And then it's like, hold, hold, hold. And then someone else picks up. Very nice. Hi. Hi. How can I help you? I'm like, cool. You didn't pass my information along. Nice. So we call a cold transfer. Right. Nice. Um I explained my situation again, and they were like, okay, um, great. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put some notes in here. Um, you know, I'm really sorry that that happened. I'm going to put some notes. In, like, I can't refund you because otherwise it will cancel your entire order. So um, I'm going to put a note in here that um, we're going to give you guys um, two two liters uh, the next time you order. I was like, oh, so now you apologized, and you didn't just like – refund me but you gave me a bonus that's what we call plus one gave me a plus one <laughs> which i was like that was really cool and they apologized and then i had to follow up with them like all right cool so how do i redeem this right because um i'm assuming i can't do this through the app they're like no i'm like okay so i have to call they're like yes and you know we have notes in here i'm like cool i'm not sure how well that's going to translate i hope it is and i got her name because a i wanted to mark it down right and two i also want to say madeline thank you right for for, for all that, I appreciate that. That's very kind of you. But I was I, I was very impressed with the solution to it. You know, there was some, some stuff I would coach on leading up to it, but overall, it was a good experience. You know, but, something happened. I'm not going to get furious over it. I'm like, whatever. You don't have it. You don't have it. But I also don't want to pay for it if that's the case. That seems fair, right? And so for them to be like, cool, no problem, and we're going to give you two. I'm like, that's really cool. That's a really nice gesture. And you're you know, like, Madeline, that's the sort of stuff that I'm looking for. I'm like, nice. And you're well like, done. Madeline, if you have it in stock, you'll give me two. But what yep. happens next time if you're out of stock? Do I get promised three? When does do the bill come four? due, Madeline? When does do the bill just, come due? The bill always comes due. So basically we're saying, Madeline, uh, if, if if there's a Madeline who works at a Papa John's in the suburbs listening, good job. Way to go. Way to go, Way Madeline. Way to own that situation. You did, you did it. Um, I, I will there's, – there's, there's another side to customer service. There sure is. Uh, an underside, if you will. Oh, an underside, if you will. There was a story that came along, uh, and uh, thank you to Mr. Hegnahegian for bringing this story to our attention. <clears throat> um, originally, we saw it on Barstool Sports, and uh, that is just a garbage website. So we had to do a little bit of digging, and as we dug and dug and dug and dug and dug, we started to get closer to legitimate news outlets. And we found USA Today, which I feel like is a it's a pretty decent, uh, pretty decent. Uh, um, it's better than Barstool Sports. It's, it's better, better than a than lot Barstool of them. And they cite uh, CNN and Business Insider in their article. So I tend to believe now that this is a thing that's uh, you know a, a true story. Um, so <laughs> it brings me to the point of I want to talk about where does customer service end. Yeah, that's where, a great question. Where are where do you draw the line? So, <clears throat> let's dive into the the headline of the story. We're going to start with Barstool Sports headline. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fat guy on a plane forces flight attendant to wipe his ass. Yep. 
That's why Barstool Sports is a load of horseshit. Yep. Now, uh, in contrast, USA Today's headline, Ava Air flight attendant speaks out after traumatizing incident with passenger. Hey, there you go. There you go. That's Which how one it's seems done. more legit? Um, but yeah, basically what happened here, and I'll read from the USA Today first. We're going to dive into the Barstool Sports one in just a second. But uh, it was a flight attendant for a Taiwanese airline, Ava Air, are taking a stand. Uh, I believe it's Ava. I'm saying Ava. It could be Eva. I don't know. But Ava Air, after uh, they say a male passenger allegedly forced several female crew members to remove his underwear and wipe him after he used the restroom uh, on a flight from Los Angeles to Taiwan. <clears throat> so uh, it said that uh, he was an overweight passenger. He claimed that he recently had surgery, needed help using the restroom. And uh, he re- the, one of the flight attendants recalled that the man asked for help sitting down and getting back up. Uh, and then, let's see, he asked for his underwear to be pulled down and he slapped the flight attendant's hand away when she attempted to cover up his genitals with the blanket. That still makes me laugh. Right. He's like, again, they're out. You're going to look at them. They're out. This, you can't unsee this. I can't poop with, unless my balls are out. That's just mother nature right there. <laughs> you cover my balls, you impede my poop. You impede my poop. You impede my dookie. Um, my dookie. So, yeah, uh, so the flight attendant uh, said the passenger tried to convince the crew members to leave the bathroom door open and demanded that the crew members also wipe him. Smell my musk. Said Smell my that scent. The flight attendant said she held him up after another female, as another female crew member wiped his uh, posterior. Um, let's see here. So yeah, so that's that's pretty much as deep as they go into it. No pun intended. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually let's see. Always allow. Here we go. The pop up was blocked, so I'm gonna open up uh, CNN here, see if they have anything else. But so it begs it begs the question, and they they finish with. Um, the, the union uh, wants Ava Air to update its protocol regarding passengers who need physical assistance. Ava Air says that its crew is uh, empowered to turn down any demands from passengers that they deem inappropriate. They're going to be investigating this incident. Okay, so that's where it yeah. stands right now. So, it's again, they, they said that you know they're empowered to turn down any, uh, any requests that seem inappropriate or lewd or, or wrong or anything, but... It begs the question, like, where does customer service end? Like, are they to help this gentleman out? If he did truly have surgery, he was overweight, all this stuff, is it within their purview to do this, or is that going above and beyond and they're allowed to say no to this? Like, what do you think? Well, that's a good question. Um, This reminds me when I worked at the hotel, there was, uh, we had a a bellman who told me this story about there was this uh, guest whose door was right outside of like, it was literally 10 feet away from a vending machine. And this guy called the bell staff up, called this guy up there and he's like, Hey, can you get me a drink out of the machine? And the bell was like looking at the machine, looking back at the guy. He was like, uh, okay. He like took the money over. He put it in the machine and he like pushed a button and he had it. And, like he held it out to him. The guy's like, okay, bring it over. And, Bellman was like, no, you can come out. You can come get it. Like, come on. You know, the guy was like, no, no, I'll bring it over here. And he was just like, what? What? That, yeah. he, and, and I'm of two minds on that because one is it'd be really easy just to do that. But at the same time, as a human being to another, why would you ask someone to do that? You were literally right. Well, this guy did mm-hmm. had he had no ailments. 
He could easily, he was, right. it's not like he couldn't make it out there. Like, right. It was totally like, he just, he just called someone to do that. I'm like, why? That's why would you do that? It's and that's so, so weird. And, and I feel like that's something that you would see in like a five star, $5,000 a night hotel. But in the hotel you worked at, I'm like, you're, you're not, you don't got high rollers rolling in this. Well, even, even at a $5,000 a night hotel, it's like, it's right there, man. Oh, I agree. I would never ask him to do that, it. but I could see that mentality of, of you know, yeah. really, really rich people who are like, they have things done for them and yada, yada. Yeah. But there are certain hotels where I'm like, yeah, this just doesn't, this doesn't add up. You're not a high roller, brother. It's not no. happening. So I, I guess my, my thing to that is, you know, um, there's definitely, it, to me, this all depends on the passenger. What, and, and based on how he's characterized he's not characterized in a great light but i have a couple questions for that guy and number one is you know where how long is this flight you know where's he going 14 hours and it was two two and a half hours into the 14 hour journey it was la to uh, i think it was taiwan and in this i'm probably gonna sound a little bit insensitive here but you know my parents have some health complications sure they do a lot of prep work before they go anywhere. A lot of prep work. So I have no reason why. I, I don't know why this guy was flying, why he was going where he needed to go. But he has some medical complications. My expectation is that this guy would prepare. Whatever that means, like, in advance, he should let the airline know, hey, look, this is my situation. Right. I'm 440 um, pounds. I just had yes. surgery on my right hand. I can't do yes. things. And, I, and, I, and I'm struggling, and I may need some assistance with whatever. Or this guy brings someone with him that can help him. Like, that that's how that works. So there's number one. Mm-hmm. Like, did you prepare for this? Mm-hmm. Because I have very, very little patience for anyone who does not prep for things like this. This wasn't like a sponta- spontaneous, like, ooh, I guess we'll go fly to Taiwan. Right. I'm going to go to Taipei this weekend. Yeah. You know, and, ooh, I've got surgery. I guess I'll just go. Like, it it seems like you need to, especially for someone who is this heavy and obviously has some complications with things, it seems like you should. This isn't a, oh, my God, I just, you know, got out of surgery. I'm fully capable otherwise, and I need help. This guy, obviously, he's he's in a rascal scooter and things like that. This guy, you know. Has trouble with that. So there's that. So if, if there's a lack of preparation, I'm already like strike against you. The second thing is like, how did he approach these folks? Did he, did he pull them aside and say, Hey, look, this is really embarrassing for me, but I have to, I have to use the restroom. And, um, I, I really, I hate to ask you this, but I don't have anyone here with me. This is so embarrassing. Would you be able to assist me with, with going? the bathroom right like i just i i go i know it's it's weird it's it's probably gross but can you help me with that or was he was like i gotta take a shit right and you i choose you to clean me up clean me up linda linda clean me up yeah well so, here's let me give you another layer to this story as i'm as as i'm skimming through some of these facts here uh apparently <clears throat> It was revealed that the passenger appeared to be a, a, a repeat offender. Oh, no. Yeah, so union representatives told reporters that the man had flown Ava from the U.S. to Asia numerous times. He had defecated in his seat during a flight last May after the crew rejected his demands to help him to the bathroom, causing a foul smell in the entire cabin for over 10 hours. Oh my god, dude! The guy I know it's like pants. when Natalie when Natalie takes a shit 
and her diaper. Yeah. And is wandering around. I immediately smelled. I'm like, did you just poop? Yeah. Let's go change you. Because Jesus. Right. Now imagine a grown man. 440 pounds of that. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Yep. Um, so I'm leading to believe that this guy has some mental problems at this point in time. This it, guy is not just like, I'm so sorry. I need to go to Asia. <laughs> like, you know, just, Jesus Christ. You know, I like mean, it's either, like, does he have mental problems? I mean, th- that's a possibility. That's absolutely a possibility. The first place my mind goes to is this guy's just an asshole. He's just, he's a pervert. He's an asshole. We can ask the question that they ask on your mom's house podcast all the time. Is it drugs or mental illness? There you go. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, here, let me say uh, one more thing on here. It says, um, well, this is interesting. Okay. So uh, I'll read those last two paragraphs here and then we can, and then we can uh, kind of go continue down the rabbit hole. Ava, which is known for hiring only female flight attendants, defended its treatment of the passenger in a press statement Monday saying he had flown with the airline more than 20 times and mostly without incident, expressing its sincerest gratitude to the cabin crew for their actions during his latest trip. The air, uh, the airline pledged to further investigate the passenger and explore options ranging from placing him on a no fly list to requiring someone to accompany him on flights. The that company like de- a fair compromise. Uh, yeah, exactly. The company denied it had, uh, punished flight attendants for rejecting similar customer demands in the past. So the flight attendants say, we've been told uh, you guys are wrong for doing this. And the airline's like, we never said that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And there, now it's also being asked too, because if you read the Barstool Sports one, they have more color commentary in here uh, where they're saying, uh, things took a turn for the worse when the chief attendant donned three pairs of latex gloves and began wiping. He said, oh, mm, deeper, deeper, and then accused the chief attendant of not properly cleaning his backside, requesting she do it again. So there comes the, uh, is this sexual harassment then? Depending mm. on whether or not that's true, that can change the story big time. I I feel like this guy is treating this airline like a massage parlor where he's like, I want a happy ending. But his happy ending involves someone uh, wiping his butt. Right. By the end of the flight. That's what he's aiming for. And, uh, yeah, this this is a situation where I feel like the airline has handled it very well. They're suggesting either you can't fly or you have to bring someone with you. Um, and that, that, that's – I. Yeah, this this guy has some mental problems in that yeah. sort of regard because <clears throat> anyone who's cool with with shitting themselves on a plane in front of other people, yeah, you know, again, I don't know all the nuance to this. I don't know how my how nuanced this can get because is it you know, and if he just shit himself and could because people are like we can't help you, he's just like oh shit, my pants then because what was the, what was the other time then right? This one was surgery and he couldn't do it right. What right. was the other time? Right, just just need someone to do it like that's gross, man. Right. Like. Yeah, and I can't imagine any. I'm sure I'm going to offend people to say I can't imagine any sane person being like, "Boy, I sure can't wait to shit myself again." You know what I mean? Right, right. This seems like if you have this type of issue, the people that are annoying on the other end of the spectrum will hand a list of demands to the airline or the or the flight attendants in advance and say. These are all of my medical things. I need this in advance. I need to have a very right. special seat. 
I need a very special pillow. I need to make sure that the, the menu is this just for me. And I've got to have this. I have to sit exactly in this place. And I need, like, they will, they will annoyingly right, right. put that stuff out there. I remember going on a cruise years ago, and there were these two ladies that went, and they sent a list of demands to their travel agent who sent it to the, to the, to the cruise people. They're like, we have to have our bed elevated at this point. And we need to have this. We need, I was like, Jesus Christ, why bother traveling if you need all, right. all this stuff? Like, how dare you? How right. dare you come and say, I need this? And God bless them. The cruise line did it. But I was like, oh, okay, I think you guys are going a little overboard right. with your requests here. So <clears throat> the polar opposite is, is this guy who's like, I'll shit my pants. He's like a terrorist. Well, let- He's like, I'll do it. <laughs> you don't think I'll do it? I'll do it. I'll do it. Either you help me or I'll shit my pants right here, right now. So Boy, help me you, my I'll shit my pants. Well, here's the other... Face and body turns bright red as he just shits uncontrollably. <laughs> Look me in the eyes while it's happening. No, here's the I other... Here's the thing, Express too. If... And, and, and Sabaro before I came on here. You're going to hate it every second of it. Um... I, I will I'll say this too. I'll give them what so let's paint let's 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 play devil's advocate and paint a picture here. So maybe Let, let's play <clears throat> devil's advocate on the poop terrorist. Exactly right. <laughs> At least he didn't. Poop. That may be the title of this episode: the poop terrorist. I'm gonna write <laughs> that down. Uh, at least he didn't have a poop sock. Remember that guy? Oh, never forget the poop sock right. incident. Jesus. Um, for those who don't know, in uh, in Chicago there was a, a guy years ago. Must have been what I six years ago. Five, six years mm-hmm. ago at this point, uh, who pooped in a sock. And you're <laughs> just saying that word. He pooped in a sock and then uh, he hit people with it on the CTA. So, yeah, just just random, random fecal violence just ran up and just smacked people in the face right. with the poop sock and then ran and got away with it. Yeah, for a while, yeah. He hit I, a couple I, victims. Justin and I came across the, the, <laughs> the article. And we just imagined like how it how it unfolded, and I just imagined the guy screaming at the top of his lungs, "Poop suck!" and like whacking someone, and then just running out of the train, and people are just so stunned that they got hit by a sock full of poop. And the guy that announced it before he did it, and I was like, "Drugs or mental illness?" Well, here's the other thing you got to ask yourself: is that did he poop and then pick it up with the sock, or did he like like a sniper? Did he shit right into the sock? I gotta tell you, man. These are the questions that only the Lord knows. That's right. The answers to. So back on track. Back uh, to the poop terrorist. Le- back to the poop terrorist. Let's uh, so let's just play devil's advocate for a second, and we'll we'll paint a picture here. Let's say he's on the first flight, right? The first time he does this, he's flown many times, no incident. He gets on there and he goes, "Uh oh, I need I need assistance for whatever reason. I need assistance." And they're like, "No." And he's like, "But look, I'm gonna I I can't I can't do this myself." And I'm gonna I'm gonna shit myself. I'm gonna poop my pants if you don't help me. This is gonna, I really have mm-hmm. to go. And they're like, no. He's like, okay. And he holds it and he holds it and he can't. And finally, he's like, look, I. And he just shits his pants, right? So then, so the first time I'll, I could suspend my uh, judgments and I could maybe give him the first time if it went down that way. But if you do that once and then you fly Ava again, and you've had surgery. And you're still 440 pounds. Logic, again, if this guy was was sane, logic would would dictate. Hmm, I had this issue before. It's a 14 hour flight. They didn't help me last time. I should probably I should probably make a contingency plan here. Bring someone with me. Call ahead. Do something like you were saying. Like the first time, maybe. 
But any subsequent time, that's a that that's a whole different thing. See, here's the thing. I feel like these flight attendants sound like they're really excellent at customer service. What was he requesting that first time? True. Because was he like, just help me get to the bathroom? I'm sure someone would help him do that. Was he like, I need you to wipe me when I'm done? I need you to spread my cheeks and make sure nothing gets on my my. my I'm willing to bet someone would be like, I'm more than happy to get you in there. Right. But I can't. I'm I'm not, you know, and not that. I think the thing. Dude. Yeah. Dude, those those bathrooms are tiny, right? Yeah. Like I, I the last time I had to poop on a plane was a few years ago, and it was a nightmare scenario for me because um, I'm not sure how you poop, but the way I poop is that I have to tuck my wiener in under the un, into the toilet because a lot of times when you when you shit you you piss and. When I was sitting on there, I realized I couldn't tuck my wiener in because it was so small. Not my wiener, but the toilet was so <laughs> I was small. Kidding. I was like, I'm going to let him, I'm gonna if let him was, talk this one out. If my wiener was that small, I could have tucked it in, no problem. But the problem was, and, I, and let's, let me also reiterate, I'm not a, I'm average wiener size here, guys. I'm not saying like, man, this anaconda couldn't fit in the toilet. I don't know what you want from me. Oh, guys, I, I want to. average size by legs. I was like, I cannot tuck this in. I'm afraid that when I'm pooping. When the poop passes through, I'm going to shoot out just a spray of piss all over the door. Because I was like, I don't know how to handle this. And it was a horrific moment. I was like, I was a kid. I remember going in the bathroom all the time. And they're like, no problem. And as an adult, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. So the reason why I bring this up. Please tie it together. <laughs> um, the reason why I bring this up. So Jesus this guy's Christ. large man. He's a large man, right? Yes. Large man, right? He has trouble getting up and getting standing up and, and sitting down, right? So how how do you picture them wiping him? Do you think they just leaned him back and he put his legs up like a little baby and they took a little wet wipe and was like going down? Did he stand up and bend over and they do it that, that way? That's like, how I how imagine. Do you, how do you think they had to wipe him off? That's how I imagine. They, they, he, they had to be standing up. There's no way he's going anywhere else. I mean, you can't imagine. Well, I imagine that leaning back is also a problem because that's all that weight's going into his lungs, and he'd probably suffocate. Probably. Which I also thought it was funny because the detail on there is like, you have to leave the door open, otherwise I can't breathe. Like, right. He, he, he demanded they kept the door open. A, you have to look at my balls while we do this, and B, the door's got to be open because this whole airplane needs to know who owns it. It's Everyone me. looks at my balls. And everyone's gonna smell and see what's going on so, here. So, so right? here's here's the uh, here's the the for me here's kind of the this is the key this is the linchpin for me is that uh, when when she tried to cover his genitals up with a towel, he mm-hmm. slapped it away. To me, right there, I'm like, no, like that right right there, you've now crossed a line into you want you're you're making this into a thing. He's an exhibitionist. That you're, ma- yeah. He's making it into a thing at that point. The guy's an actor. He's an artist. He, uh, you know, he just, he wants to. He exi- he's preparing for I've a been role. I've pooping for forty-eight years, right? And I have to say, I've made it hot out of this. So, did you? Do you think that it is uh, back to the original question? Do you think it is their responsibility to help someone like that, or do you think it's just to their discretion? I think it goes back to the question was, was this diarrhea or was this like a peanut buttery poop? Because that also affects everything. Because if it's diarrhea, it's probably it's going to smell bad, but it's going to be an easy clean. But if this is like, you know, Jiffy, 
in between your butt cheeks. Jesus and you gotta do fucking Christ. Dude, I'm I, so I sorry with... to the listeners. I'm so Why sorry. Why are you sorry? Come on. What? You what? You tell me you never had a peanut buttery poop? Not saying me? I've never had it. I just don't think we need to go into detail about it. That's all I'm saying. And just stick to all sides and you have to sit there forever and endlessly wipe. You are avoiding the question, Douglas. I'm not avoiding the question. I'm getting to the point because this also makes a huge difference. You are very much not getting to the point. You've been talking I'm about your totally wiener and your point. poops for a long time. Get to the point. <laughs> Do you think this guy's had a hairy butthole? Because that also plays a huge factor into this, Justin. Am I right? Because based on that, that guy had a pretty wicked beard. I bet that dude just had a hairy, hairy asshole. Because you know what? He ain't trimming down there, that's for sure. It was like Santa. It's like looking at Santa. <laughs> I thought he said his butthole was like Santa. I'm like, I don't know what that means, but it sounds really bushy and white. That's exactly and full what of presents. <laughs> I would argue that it is not. <laughs> I would argue that it is not. Um, unless unless there have special unless there have been special accommodations made with the airline prior, and it's gone through the union and everything, I would say it is absolutely not within their uh, requirements to help a customer out to this extreme, to this level. Let me ask you a question: What would it take for you to wipe that guy's ass? We're talking like monetarily or like what? <laughs> Let's start from a – we'll get to the money part of this question. Okay. But first, you're a flight attendant. All right. This is a situation. What are the circumstances that would make you go, you know what, I'm going to do this? I suppose it's hmm. – I suppose it is how it was approached. Again, if the guy was like, "Come here, I'm doing this," as if people can see what I'm doing. I'm motioning. I'm motioning with my hand, and I come here motion. I, you know, come here, and he's like, "Look, I hate to do this, but blah 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 blah." You know, and it's this. It's, but we have 30 seconds before this bomb goes off, right. and I'm talking about this bomb in my bowels. There is, there's about to be an issue. <laughs> there's a bomb on this plane, and it's about to go off. What? Right here in my pants. Right here, it's a poop bomb. Um. No, I uh, I think um, again, yeah, I, I would say it all depends on how he approaches it. If he was, if there's, if there's humility and humbleness to it, and it was a coming from a legitimate place of, I am in dire needs right now, and I I need someone to help me. I'm in dire straits. This is gonna be bad for everyone involved if if I don't get help. Then maybe I would consider it. Again, it all depends because <laughs> there's a chance that I would just go, dude, no. Do you do the math and be like, what's the greatest good for everyone here? And you're like, do I have to fall on the sword? Do because I have, if, right. if, he, if he, this guy just has a real growler right here in front of everybody, what's what's the effect? What are we going to do at that point in time? Right? Oh, that was a grumper. Like, we're going to be like, what? They're going to look at you and be like, how? It smells like shit in here now. You're ruining my experience. Are there, was there nuts? I'm allergic to nuts. So, <laughs> so here's 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 what it would be though. I <laughs> it's <laughs> hopefully I'm not the most junior flight attendant on that flight. Okay. Because if I've got any tenure, if I've got any pull, then what happens is I go, I lean back into him. I go, sir, I completely understand. Give me. 45 seconds and I how run. How dare you delegate this? How dare you, Justin? Oh, how dare you? How dare you not, you freak? <laughs> how dare you? 
a leader would go and do that, Justin. You'd be the hero for your team. You'd be like, guys, this is how you do it. I'm going to save all of you right now. All of you right now, follow me. I'm going to show you how it's done. Nope. First of all, you put on three layers of latex gloves. Second, you roll them back like a baby and you scrub, 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 scrub. Nope. You get some Vaseline to make sure it feels nice and good on him when he's done. A little powder. A little powder. Poof. Yep. You're good to go. Yeah, no, you delegate that for sure. That goes to the junior. That goes to the junior member on the team. And sorry, buddy, that's the lumps. No pun intended. So I, I told you what a plus one is, right? Yeah. In a customer service situation. How would you add a plus one to this guy? <laughs> Put a mint How back there add- when he's done. <laughs> Put a mint back where up his butt? Yeah. <laughs> little mouthwash, just sprinkle that in there. Little uh, little aftershave. Oh my god, that's your plus one. Don't worry, I got you, bud. I got you. It's gonna burn, but it's also gonna smell like cinnamon. For you the want rest me to put a, You want me to put a polish on that while I'm back here? <laughs> you want? You want to do? You want to spray shine? for the undercarriage? Yeah. You want to spray? You want what? You want the premium wash? Or right. You exactly. Want standard. How would you? I don't know. You want me to shave your back while we're at it? Because I'm assuming this guy gets fully naked when he does this. <laughs> He's like that. You imagine like he goes to the urinal, drops his pants all the way down. That's this guy. He's like I Absolutely. gotta do it. Yep. Um, no, I would say, uh, uh, how do you add a plus one to this? Um, <laughs> what, you want to put mint back there? What do you want from me? I, I got mints. I got plenty of mints in, in the, in the, <laughs> in the flight attendant section. Um, how do I add a plus one? You know how I add a plus one? I don't oh. tell anyone about it. That's how I add a plus one. I don't go, Hey, Hey, Tony, guess what I just did for this idiot. You just go, you go up and go. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to go ahead and give myself a pat on the back because the large customer back in 12D just needed me to literally wipe his ass. So I want to say, sir, you have the cleanest asshole on this plane. Compliments of yours truly. You all enjoy your flight because it doesn't smell like shit. Thank you. Thank you for flying Ava Air. <laughs> no, I, yeah, right? I uh, again, this is also, all. Also, quick plug to poop.com for all of your poop needs. Thank you. This is, this is all assuming everything we're talking about here is all assuming that he was not like we're assuming that based off of all the facts that he is either a terrible person or there's something wrong and he should not be flying alone because Mm -hmm. this is this is the mark of someone doing it multiple times this is the mark of someone who is just not he's again you're either a terrible person or you should not be flying alone at all it also it also begs a question how often does this happen outside of the airplane? Right. Where he's just in some place. He's like, I need to poop. Right. You. I choose you. If you, you volunteer as tribute, come right. over here. If you can't, if you can't handle your business, like literally can't handle your business, then you got it. You have to have someone to help you out. You can't just rely on. You can't rely on customer service people to do that for you, depending on yeah. where you are. Yeah. You know. Because there's, there, yeah, you know, there was a time where uh, I was I was leaving the hotel one night. And this dude uh, got off of the bus, and he was in a wheelchair. He was a big guy. He was having, like, he couldn't really push himself very yeah. well. And he's like, hey, hey, buddy, can you, uh, can, you, can you push me over to Buddy Guys? And I was like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? So sure. I grabbed him, and I was just pushing him along. And he's like, yeah, thanks. We're just chit-chatting and stuff like that. I got him all the way over. He's like, thanks, man. I love blues. Thanks so much. I was like, that's cool. But I was like, but what if I wasn't there? Right. How is that guy going to get over to Buddy Guys? Like, The next person if- that comes along? I was like, uh, you know, and for me, and this will probably change over time, but for me, it's like, I don't ever want to be in a situation where I have to rely on a stranger 
to help me out, like right. to get me to make me mobile, to make sure that I can poop and clean myself up. And, right. and the thing is, like, if you need that, like we talked about, then you need to prep for that in advance. Absolutely, you need to find someone that can help you out with that, or otherwise. In my opinion, you know, if you're going to go and do that sort of stuff, you have to be able to get around because you're then also, from my perspective, you're intruding on someone else. You're like, hey, I need you to do this for me. It's like, I don't know you. Right. So I've been in some weird situations like that where people are like, I need help. And I'm like, uh, I'm sorry, but I, I, I got to go. Like, I, I, I can't help you right now. Like, this is just, I'm sorry. Like, it's nothing personal, but I, I, I have something else that I need to do. So, you right. know, good and luck. That- you know? Like because again, yeah, you have to if you're if you're making yourself kind of beholden to um, like everyone else, then like you, you mm-hmm. can't you can't it just you can't just impede on everyone else's life. Like you've gotta you've gotta figure your shit out, and you've gotta figure out how to you've gotta figure out how to go day to day without you know uh, you've gotta figure out how to survive. Really, it comes down to, it's a survival thing. Yeah, because don't, also don't hear me say that you can't live life. Because you totally should. Oh, yeah, you can yeah, find yeah, a yeah. way to do that, but within reason. Like you just can't be like, I'm gonna get on this airplane, I'm gonna land in Taiwan, and right. I hope that someone's gonna be able to help me with my rascal. Like, I, you know That's the other thing is that once he gets there, I was I'm very curious to know like what what is what does he do? Where does he go? Does he like is that does he hire help while he's there? Does he like what is I'm happening? sure he just shouts at people and goes, You come right. over here and that's charge just, my rascal. That perpetuates just that Amer- where oh, it's he's the American. Oh, no, that's, again, like, when he has to poop again, what does he do? Right. Because it, it seems like this is the only time in his, he's like, oh, I can't handle it on the airplane. What do you do when you have to poop normally? Right. Is there someone there to help you then? To get on and off and to wipe your ass? Because that also implies if that's the case, dude, his asshole must have been a nightmare. <laughs> it must have been a nightmare. <laughs> was there anyone else helping him before he, before he left? You know what I mean? Like, has it, when was the last time he actually wiped his ass? That's That's fair. That's a fair dude, question, dude. That oh, that's the thing. That's the thing. Horror movies are made of. You know that movie Teeth. It's like that, but with his butt. His asshole is just just this monster that just chews up all life. It's a Dementor. He's got sucking the life out of everything. He's got anal dentata. <laughs> that's the word. I was like, oh, what was that bit we did? Dentata. <laughs> oh, I could go for a real good dentata right now. Yeah, I like my pasta al dentata. Al dentata. Oh, I love a good cheesy dentata. Dude, we went to the fondue place. Their dentata was off the chain. Oh, it was so creamy. So creamy. It was so good. Just a creamy dentata up and down. Melts in your mouth. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I love we brought it back again. It makes me so happy. What's that? I love we brought that back again. It makes me so happy. That was probably one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite uh, ones. Yeah, yeah. That, was a, that was a good bit. I really enjoyed it. Um, you know what else is a good bit? <laughs> I, I, I would say the throwdown. Yeah, it's a throwdown. Woo. It's, it's a woo. 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 Um, muted. Woo. I found uh, I found some pairings um, that some people have put together, and like wine uh, pairings. What's that? Like wine pairings? Exactly. So today it's going to be a Pinot Noir, uh, a, a nice uh, uh, 1988 uh, Bordeaux Pinot Noir. I don't know what I'm saying. Um, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I think those are two different types of wines. Um, no, we're uh, so today I'm gonna I'm gonna pull from uh, I'm gonna pull from a, a third on that that someone else. They I, I got to give them credit. They have a, a, sh- a metric shitload of them on here. 
Um, and there are, uh, if you go to youtube.com slash animator, animation rewind, and then the other one is called, she's got two stations, Re- rewind rumble. Uh, basically it's videos pairing two typically animated characters together. Some of them okay. not, but there was one on here that I came across that I was like, oh, that's interesting. So today, uh, we're going to do. Uh, two people who also have trouble wiping their ass. We're going to do Freddy Krueger versus Wolverine. Okay. Ooh. <coughs> Excuse me. So we've got we've got uh we've got claws on both sides of the aisle. Um Can I talk a quick side story real quick? Please. Um one of my favorite things to do, I've only been able to kind of pull it off once is whenever Jill uses the Apple TV and she goes to something where you have an opportunity to like to type in stuff, my phone automatically notifies me like, hey, do you want to type something in? I go as quickly as I can to type in poop. <laughs> I've done it once. I did it once. <laughs> where she started typing something, she got distracted, and I typed in poop real quick, and I was waiting, and then like she left the room, came back later, and like the next day she went in and like found it. She's like, whoa. Why did it say this thing poop? She goes, that was really weird. I'm like, yeah, that is really weird. I wonder how that happened. It just popped up right now. That's why I thought of that. And I want to, my instinct was like, see if you can type in poop real quick. Your obsession with poop knows no bounds. I will say yep. that right now. It's a fun word. You're a poop fiend. <laughs> At least I'm not a poop terrorist. So Wolverine <laughs> versus Freddy. So this is an interesting one because Freddy exists in the realm of the dreams correct he his power manifests in the real world sort of because what happens in the dream happens in reality so i feel like wolverine wouldn't be very effective against him because i feel like freddy would sort of drive him insane you know what i mean so, but yeah so but you're saying you're you're saying this is going to go more towards a psychological throwdown than it is going to be like 100 because what's going to happen like wolverine going to fight him in the dream well, maybe that's, that's, that's Freddy's. Well, then Freddy's also, not going to come to the real world. Well, here's the thing, too. I mean, uh, you've got Freddy versus Jason. They like Jason was able to actually fight Freddy. So let's say let's say hypothetically they're able to they are able to fight. For the sake of this argument, we're saying they're able to fight each other. They will, but I'm saying like if they fight in the dream world, I mean, yeah. But here's the thing, too. Think about how much resolve Logan has and how much mental acumen. Like, he, he's he been through so much. He has got such a control over his... I feel like he's got a control over his mind. And then he's also... No? Really? Yeah. You think Wolverine has control over his mind? Not... You're taking that... You're not You're not understanding No, 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 no. What I'm saying is that guy's experienced so much trauma, memory wipe. You know, they, they wiped his memory yeah. with the, the X, um, the, the program Project X. Yeah. And so do you think it'll be easy for Freddy to get in there then? A hundred percent. Dude, he could fuck with Logan's. Dude, Logan's tried to kill himself so many times because he's given up on life. Dude, Freddy would, in a heartbeat, exploit that. Dude, he would show up and be like Jean Grey and just completely manipulate the shit out of him. Yeah, but he's been able he wants, He's been able to talk him. down Jean Grey before. Like, Jean has gotten into his psyche, and he's been like, whoa, stop. Like, he can recognize it real quick. What's he going to do? Is he, he going to sniff it out? He's going to go... No, 
but he you're, can recognize you're, you're, it. You're not Gene Gray. You're Freddy. Like, you use power of his sniffing. He can recognize it. We've seen it before where he can recognize shit like that. Yeah, by sniffing. Like, you don't smell right. Okay. You're not part of the group. Okay. We're arguing with Doug right now. Um, <laughs> I'm, being, I'm, I'm also being kind of serious here. Like, really, what, what's Wolverine good at? Physical... Just pure physical being. Pure physical being, and he's got he's got the animantium claws, which are gonna like rip through anything Freddy throws at him. Because in the dream, in the dream world too, there's a physical element of it. There's a physical element to it, but Freddy's gonna have the advantage. 100%. Agreed. Agreed. But I and mean, if I have, and I believe that Freddy would manipulate him so easily, yeah, or at least terrorize him so easily that he would catch Wolverine off guard. And that Wolverine, he would eventually Wolverine would succumb to whatever countless horrors that will, that he would send Wolverine's away. I don't think Wolverine would find a way to really get through it. How many times have they have they killed Freddy? You know what I mean? And he survived because he's such a weird being. And I'll be fully honest, like I don't know a ton about Freddy other than he just manipulates people through dreams. So if you sleep, he's there waiting for you. That's so, that's true. Yes. I, so uh... he could, if you want to do a battle of attrition, you know. If Wolverine never goes to sleep, he'll never get any rest. He'll go insane. And and Freddy will just be there waiting for him just to fuck with him in his dreams. So let me say this right here. Uh, other abilities. Wolverine, uh, his senses also allow him to identify shape-shifting mutants despite other forms they may take. He's also, uh, also able to use his sense of smell and hearing through concentration as a type of natural lie detector. Um... I tell you, when you read this stuff out on paper, it's some of the dumbest shit I've it's ever heard. It's terrible. It absolutely it is, is terrible. So, so dumb. I was reading up on uh, Mysterio because he was in the most recent yeah, Spider-Man yeah. trailer. And yeah. I'm like, this is one of the dumbest villains I've ever heard on paper. This guy has no powers. <laughs> what? I guess what are his... his pa- he, he uses gases and stuff. He's a, he's a fucking uh, 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 a special effects movie guy. <clears throat> and he uses gases to fuck with people's really? minds. That's what he does. Oh, that's too bad. Now, his gases are, you know, powerful enough where they'll make people think things are there when they're not. He can screw with Spider-Man's senses. But I'm like, this guy, he's a special effects guy. That's what he is. That's what he's known for. And that's how it read, like, on the Wikipedia. I'm like, this guy sounds terrible. What a horrible <laughs> villain. My brother's like, no, seriously, he's really cool in the comics. Like, I'm, I'm going to take your word for it. But on paper, this guy sounds like a fucking moron. Yeah. So it's a, he can use his sense of smell to focus and to tell if someone's lying. How does that work? Same way, as, work? same way as Daredevil. You can smell the changes in their pheromones, and you can see the, if their heart rate increases, things like that. Dude, you said that as if you are some sort of scientist. Ah, you just you smell the pheromones and the sweat. They talked about it in Daredevil, know. dude. They 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 broke that down he in Daredevil. He listens to that stuff. He listens to the heartbeat and things like that. That makes more science sense yeah. than he could he could smell a lie. Whatever. So, due to a combination... Like, Wait a minute, what was that? He's lying, guys. I sniffed it out of him. Let me... I smell poop. <laughs> oh, no, he's back. Can you imagine Wolverine on that flight? How much his senses would be going fucking apeshit? Dude, he would have clawed the, the doors off there yeah! the flight just so he could get out, land wherever he landed, be like, that was fucking terrible, man. <laughs> nope, and he just the, walks I'm away. Like the nose of a dog. Like me, a million times worse. Let me read this one. This one last bit here and see if this okay. changes anything. All right. Due to a com- uh, you're gonna you're gonna love this. I'm gonna read. <laughs> due to a, <laughs> due to a combination of his healing factor and a high level of uh, is P S I O N I C Sonic. 
Psionic. Psionic. And a high-level psionic shield implanted by Professor Xavier. Wolverine's mind is highly resistant to telepathic assault and probing. Ha! Wolverine's mind also possesses what he refers to as, quote, mental scar tissue created by the traumatic events of his life. It acts as a type of natural defense, even against a psychic as powerful as Emma fucking Frost! What's up? Freddy's not a psychic. Yeah, but he can withstand mental uh, fuckitude. <laughs> fuckitude. I feel like Freddy's that in is a different a, realm. That is a real things. word, by the way. Look it up. I feel like Freddy's in a different realm from all that other stuff, though. You okay. know what I mean? I, th- I think, and I, and, and I do, I, I, that's a very good point. If someone's doing a, a, a psychic attack on him, but I feel like Freddy's a... He's an entirely different being altogether. Right. I'm not saying He's Wolverine some... wouldn't get confused as fuck in the dream world, but I feel like Freddy has been pulled into the re- the real world as well, though. I don't yeah. know because I've if not seen all the If it's a real world fight, Wolverine would kick his ass, man, shred him to bits. But but Freddy is not going to put himself in a situation where he's going to be vulnerable like that. You know what I mean? That's fair. I, I, I will if, say if he Freddy's is... Freddy's just always there, he's always going to be there relentlessly going after Wolverine yeah. in his dreams. That's true. And if he's got control over the uh, that realm and everything, then that's a whole different story. It will drive Logan insane. Yeah. Imagine if you can never sleep and you live forever. That's like ooh, that, that's a good fucking point too. That guy will never get any respite. He will always if he tries to kill himself, he can't. Like that guy will go insane. That's he will true. Absolutely go insane. Yeah. How do you kill Freddy? Freddy? And that's the last question. I don't know how you kill Freddy. I don't. I don't know how that happens. Um, uh, I, I I don't know, but regardless, you know, if Freddie decides he's gonna let sit me just there Google this real quick. Game, let me just Google this real quick. Uh, here we go. If you want to what? <laughs> if you if you want to take him down, your best bet is to trap him in an oven, Hansel and Gretel style. Because <laughs> he's afraid of fire. It, oh, here you go. You just you have to pull Freddie out of the dream world and into reality. So you do have How to do pull him that? out of the dream world. I don't know. You do it. I don't know. <laughs> you with, figure with, it out. Like. One of those traps from the Ghostbusters. Right. You know? Oh no! Totally. <laughs> you trap him in a. Uh, and and I would argue that that Wolverine would not know how to do that. I don't think Wolverine would be like, "I got a plan to pull this guy out of my dreams. Get out of my dreams and into, and into my... my car, the X Men car." <laughs> like you know, uh, I, I just I Wolverine is a physical beast to reckon with, but I see Freddy overpowering him in this sort of sense. If Wolverine were somehow able to go toe-to-toe with him, in a physical sense, he would literally shred him to pieces. Yes. Freddy's not going to do any damage. He has, ooh, he has little, oh, knife hands, whatever. Wolverine will just beat the shit out of him. No no questions asked. Like, no questions whatsoever. Just I... completely full-fledged butt-pounding taking place there. <laughs> but anything outside of that, Freddy's got him. I have Locked to. I have to agree. I, uh, yeah, I have to agree. Like, if he if he is in the dream world, like he will, because I I didn't consider the fact that this guy is Wolverine's essentially immortal. I mean, he's mm-hmm. you know he he is, he is aging and he will die of natural causes, but it's going to be hundreds of years, presumably. Uh, you know, if the events of Logan don't take place where he gets poisoning inside of his body, but yeah, uh, he if if he's living that long. And he can't sleep, or else he's got a—he's constantly got to fight Freddy Krueger, and he'll never yeah. have a restful sleep. You're right; he will absolutely go batshit insane, and he will take the one—the one way he can take his life is drowning himself. So he will kill himself. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and and even if he wasn't immortal, he would kill himself. Yeah. 
he would want to end it yeah. somehow. That's Just like, please God, make it stop. That's fair. So, All right. Aside from a straight up physical fight, I'm going to give it to Freddie. All right, Freddie for the win. That's that. That's that, bitches. Well, that was a lot of fun, man. That was a lot of fun. Great I have throwdown. out of that. I've got another one too, so I'll save that Ooh, for next time. Good. I cannot wait for the next one. So I hope you guys had fun. The next one won't be think. so easy either. The next oh, one you're gonna boy. you you're you're gonna have a, a. I think it will put you in a uh, in a very big conundrum. Great. I love it when that happens. Uh, to all you lovely listeners, let us know what you think. How far is too far with customer service? How much can you ask? And also, uh, what would it take for you to clean this guy's butthole, this poop terrace butthole? How far would you go for him? And what do you think? Freddy versus Wolverine. Let us know on our social medias. You can find us on Facebook. We're also on Twitter, Twitter, Twitter and Instagram at MindGapPodcast. And we also have an email address, MindGapPodcast at gmail.com. You can find us there and let us know what's up. Uh, also, if you'd like to reach out to Justin, you can do so via the following instructions. On Instagram and Twitter, at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on iTunes, on Stitcher, on... Spotify. And on Google Podcasts. You can subscribe to us, uh, review us, you can share us around, and all the good things that we always ask you to do and that we really appreciate. And then 2east8th.com slash mindgap and 2east8th.com slash the best bar podcast ever. It's the other podcast to do every Monday with Milos, and it's about the bar industry, food and beverage industry, uh, everything about that, and it's a good time. And then, yeah, Doug, do you have anything to prom- do? You have anything to recommend? Totally, totally skipped over that, didn't we? Uh, I would say um, I just finished. Oof, I went on a reading tear, man. I, I read uh, the graphic novelization of, <clears throat> excuse me, Ender's Game. Ooh, highly recommend it. I think it's done through Marvel. I read the first two uh, books of Attack on Titan, which is great. And I read book three of 100 bullets and man i cannot wait to get my hands on the fourth and fifth volumes there i think that's gonna be great you have inspired Haig. he he asked me to ask he's like ask doug if he owns those or if he rent if he borrow those from the library because he goes if he yeah. if he owns them he goes i want to borrow them from him if not i'm just gonna buy them. i i recommend you guys that's such a great it's one it's an award-winning comic yeah like, it's so well done i can't recommend it enough it's so so good and the way book three ended, I was like, fuck, give me the next one. <laughs> um, so I'm really excited uh, to I put the other ones on hold so I can get them as soon as possible. I'm also, by request of Jared, he recommended Red Sun, the, uh, the version of Superman where he lands in Russia instead of the U.S. So I'm going to check that one out pretty soon. Uh, so I've got some nice. good stuff coming. So I'm very, very excited. How about you? What do you got to promote? Uh, I watched a really cool documentary, and I forgot about this thing until I watched the documentary. I'm like, oh, my God, that's right. Uh, the Fire Festival that yeah. was supposed Which to one? Did you watch it on Amazon or Hulu, or did you watch it on Netflix? I watched it on Netflix. I've not watched – I do want to watch the Hulu one, too, because I didn't – I just realized uh, the, the day after I watched the Netflix one, someone's like, oh, the new one on Hulu? And I'm like, what? There's another one? But yeah, the one on Netflix is – controversy around both of them because some of them, they say, violate ethics of documentaries, so – Oh, we, oh, interesting. We'll have to talk yeah. about this because talk uh, about that. maybe yeah. this will be another uh, another episode. But fire the greatest party that was never or the greatest party that never happened is the one on Netflix, and I I thoroughly enjoyed that one. I thought it was a uh, I don't know what ethics it it you know crossed the line on, but it was I, produced by the organization that put together the uh, the festival. So the documentary is produced by the people that tried to put on the festival. Oh, really? Yep. There's a whole layer of, of insanity that that just opens up now, and you and I will mm-hmm. be talking off mic about that. Uh, yes. 
So maybe don't watch. I thought it was interesting, but um, hold hold on watching that until Doug and I have a have a, yeah. a conversation because I didn't realize that. <laughs> the Hulu one, just to give you some some insight, uh, they paid for the guy who's behind all that to do an interview. So they paid him money to come on, and they're like, nah, it's not very ethical either. Nope. So, yeah, that's it. Nothing yeah. about anything to do with the fire Festival or any of those people are ethical. Actually, I take that back. The people who are not Billy, the main guy, they all mm-hmm. seem okay. Like the people he he contracted out, they seem like they mm-hmm. were just trying to get a job done, and he yeah. was the fucking lunatic behind everything. Yeah. Um, Lunacy. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's all I have. Cool. Great. Well, you guys, thank you so much for listening. We always appreciate it. We always appreciate uh, the discussions and things that you guys bring to us. We love it. So remember, get some good rest, stay healthy, keep your buttholes clean, and we'll see you next week. Mind Gap Podcast.